Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Welcome back, everybody. I know what I'm getting you for Dog Father Day. Um, socks. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, honey. You yep. spoiled it. Oops. Oh, boy. I'm also getting Bo socks. Okay. He has little boots. I know. So, so he needs little socks. Bo, do you want socks? He's asleep. Yes, I do. That's Bo's voice, everybody. That's Dory's voice for Bo. <laughs> Uh, how's it going, honey? Uh, I don't know. How is it going? You have some new Red Sox gear. I have I have a lot of new Red Sox gear. I treated myself to a lot of Red Sox gear on the Nike website. Yep. Because I was like, I need more workout clothes. Mm-hmm. You and were like, the, might as well have them say Boston Red Sox. All over. So if you see me walking about town and you think, oh my God, is that a new overweight relief pitcher they've signed? No, it's Matt Myra. I refuse to walk around with him when he's wearing his head, literally head to toe. Well, I got the shorts, I got the shirt, and I got the hat. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, when they're out at BP, this is what they're wearing. Like, they're at spring training. Do you still have your Patriot sneakers? Yes, I do. Oh, boy. I could throw those on. Yep. Really have a time. Be a real mask. What if I wore these shorts, the Patriot sneakers, my Celtics t-shirt, I just have to get a Bruins hat. Yeah. We don't really talk about the Bruins much in this house. Well, you know, we're not a big Bruin household. No, we're They're not. They're out of it. Anyway, uh, great times here. Sorry about last week, everybody. We were in a dark place, but we got through it. And now we're here. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's nice to know how many people try to listen to the episode right when we post it. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. Oh. I was just thinking about how I was feeling last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, I thought you were talking about... I forgot about the fact that we put up the wrong, <laughs> I put up the wrong episode. 
in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, Last week was a trial and a tribulation. I completely forgot about that. Whoops. Oh, and there were like struggles I was posting to the James Bonding episode. That was a fucking pain in the ass too. And then the Star Trek episode was like a pain in the ass. Like I was just having a lot of computer file problems. Yeah. We had an issue with Forever 35 last week too. It's was is was Mercury in retrograde? I hope not, because that would just be a coincidence. No, it would mean it would be a reason for why all that stuff happened. Everybody, please leave your Apple Podcast reviews and don't forget to join our Facebook group where you'll find out first about when I'm putting up the correct file. Yeah, Matt actually posted in the Facebook group. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. And, uh, you know, if there's anything wrong with the feed, that's that's the first place I'll go to to let everybody know. Uh, you can go to our website. It's excellentadventure.com or you can support us through Patreon. Uh, this podcast is possible because of patrons like you. Uh, that's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter handle at excellent pod and our email address, Dory and Matt at Gmail and Matt and Dory at Gmail. Don't forget that phone number four one three four sixty one baby. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. You know, honey. Yeah. I think we heard, I think last week, this past week, we heard from the biggest number of people on a single topic exceeding miracle baby. Disagree. Miracle Baby lasted weeks. Okay, well, I think your diet is also going to last weeks. This is now a diet podcast. I hope it lasts longer than weeks. I hope it's not a diet. I hope it's a lifestyle. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call what? it a diet. No, it's fine. Um, but I put a few of those in the show. I, I There's no way we could have gotten to all of them. But thank you all for your suggestions. I mean, people had a number of suggestions. A lot of people suggested Weight Watchers. People suggested keto, um, whole 30. Did anyone throw out intermittent fasting? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think the in first fact, part, the first email you sent me was mentioning that book that I'm currently in the middle of. Yes. So thank you to the listener who suggested the obesity code, which Matt is obsessed with. I've never seen him so obsessed with a book. Really absorbing it. It's fascinating. For those of you who don't know, it's by uh, Dr. James Fung, uh, who I believe was a, like a doctor specializing in diabetes in Toronto, and uh, sort of then turned his focus to like, hey, what's going on here? I know I'm giving these patients insulin, and that's making them fatter, and then the more insulin I'm giving them, the fatter they're getting, and you know, seems to be an endless battle. What's going on? So he wrote a book as he sort of figured that out. Uh, and it seems to be related to your, you know, your glycemic index and your intervals of eating. How how often are you eating, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. aka try to go for longer without eating, mm. which I've somehow been doing accidentally all week. Well, accidentally, well, accidentally on the first time, accidentally on purpose the first time. I don't even remember what day it was. Monday must have been Monday. Oh no, it was. It was Tuesday because I knew I was going out to dinner and then Wednesday because right. of your birthday. Right, right, right. I was like, oh, I'm going to eat a meal, a big meal. Better not eat before that meal. And I didn't. And yep. It was remarkably easy. And I had great workouts all week. Each workout got, I have more and more energy throughout the week. Dr. James Fung doesn't seem to think exercise matters though. He says it's 5%. Oh, okay. You know. But like, not for weight loss. Right. But for, you know, overall lean muscle mass and yeah. toning, sure. And also mental health. Which is part of the other aspect of it. Because you don't want the stress levels to elevate your cortisol levels. Mm-hmm. And then it's out of whack. Mm-hmm. And anyway, that affects your sperm. It also affects your sleep. If you get bad sleep, your yep. cortisol is all wacky doodles. Yep. It goes up 100% Whoa. if you get under four hours the night before. Ooh. Or five hours, one of those hours. Yeah. Anyway, I'm always doing that. So, are you going to start going to bed earlier? I'm going to start to figure out how to sleep. Anyway, guys, thank you. That's what I'm reading right now. By reading, I mean listening to it on Audible. Use the promo code Bonding. I don't know. Uh, I don't know when they're going to sponsor this podcast. They have an ad coming up. Thank God, I can finally <laughs> talk about it with a fucking <laughs> real live. Uh, uh promo code anyway uh 
You know, IVF. It, oh, just sorry. one other thing yes, about the ahead. obesity code. It is interesting because you've been listening to this book and you like I've heard snippets of it like when we've been in the car and I'm always like he is really taking a long time to get to the point like can we just get some bullet points and then earlier today you were like I like how he's going in, in depth on all this stuff like it helps me understand kind of all the reasoning behind it and I was like oh this is the difference between Matt and me yeah I want to know all of the science behind it yeah you want to when you get into a topic you want to go as deep as possible and i have to honestly say to everyone listening this is the deepest dive i've ever done into obesity in my life i'm also like very annoyed at my youth and how uh i got sent to these dietitians and calorie in calorie out bullshit and but it was a different time i don't think they knew i mean this was that was the age of snack wells Snacks, guys, detrimental. Apparently, oh, uh, listen. Point is, I'm probably fifty-five percent of the way through the book because it's long. It's ten hours. I went on a two and a half hour walk today listening to the book. Yesterday <laughs> I was at the gym for an hour. I was like, that's been gone a book. long time. Well, I wanted to get the ten thousand steps in, right? Which I did. I'm at actually, actually, accidentally, I'm at like sixteen thousand steps now. Great. Anyway. Anyway, should we catch everyone up on our IVF travails? You're not here to listen to a diet podcast. Maybe you are. We'll find out in the emails. But uh, update-wise, uh, we're, we're go. We are go for takeoff. Yeah. I, I know this probably comes as a surprise to everyone listening. But we uh, we went to Dr. our, our new uh, reproductive urologist, Dr. Worthman, on Tuesday. And we got Matt's test results back. And his DNA fragmentation was normal. Buckle up, everybody. (laughs) Everything I've been saying is correct. (laughs) Surprising doctors across the land. (laughs) Turns out quitting smoking affects your sperm. I think it's the stress, honestly, more than the smoking. I think it's both. I I disagree with you. I think it's both. Why won't you ever? Like, how many times do I have to be right about something for you to listen to me? What I'm saying. I don't is, like your tone. It was the stress. I don't like your tone. Well, I don't like the fact that you don't ever listen to my theories and take them as real. I do listen to your theories, but they are theories, and I have a different theory. Mm-hmm. I have a related theory. I think it was largely the stress. You know what? Let's test it. I'll start smoking again. No. Mm, well, how are we going to prove this theory? No. Anyway, so in the middle of our appointment, our doctor was like, I'll text Kelly. <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, apparently they're all on, you know, they're all on a group chat. Yeah, they're all on a group chat of where, who, where, where's the money going? <laughs> um, and then I emailed Dr. Beck, like, as we were leaving. And I was just like, well, I'm, you know, I know you got a text from Dr. Worthman, but he says everything's good. And she was like, okay, great. Come in tomorrow for an ultrasound. <laughs> yeah. And so I went in on Wednesday, which was my birthday. So, you know, I was taking a risk. Did you pause to say happy for people to say happy birthday to you? Was that what was happening there? No. It was that dramatic. It was my birthday. Which was a <laughs> Honey, Dory's birthday has lasted <laughs> for seven years. It feels like we have been celebrating her birthday on an endless uh, endless, endless birthday. You know, it's been a rough year. It has, yeah, I know. So I need a little bit of joy. Oh, yeah, I tried to give it to you. You did. Anyway, I I I went to Doctor Beck, and she she took a look around. She saw twelve follicles, and she said, "Okay, we can we can go, we can move forward." And so I'm doing the estrogen priming again, and we're gonna do another retrieval. Yay! When? I told you, like early June. You told me. Yeah. I'm not the listeners. Oh, you asked You asked in a tone that like implied that you didn't know. Ah. So I thought you legitimately didn't know. Okay. So. Well, there you go, everybody. That's, that's, that's legit what's happening. It's a surprise to us as much as it is to you. Yep. Maybe you're not surprised at all. Maybe you don't care. Why are you listening? Anyway, 
we're doing it. I it's mean, as you know, IVF is full of twists and turns. I like to think of IVF as red light, green light. Mm, I feel like we've been on yellow light for a long time. One, two, three, red light. One, two, three, green light. Red light. Green light. That's IVF in a nutshell. Yep. And then you wait like for 10,000 years at a red light and then your green light comes. Yeah. So all of that happened and then I had a really great birthday because Matt took me to the container store. Yep, guys, it's her favorite store. Uh, yet she didn't get any containers. No, but you you very thoughtfully mm-hmm. had measured the kitchen and found the appropriate shelving units on the internet. Yes. And then we went to the container store and purchased them. For a long time, I'd had an idea about the kitchen and our use of space and how I thought it was not great. Um, so what I did was look for... I was going to build something that had butcher block, like an L-shaped counter that was butcher block. And then I was like, maybe there's something that exists that is sort of what I'm thinking about. Turns out there is at the container store. There's something called the baker's rack that you can see on their website. I needed two of those and one without a rack on the top. So that's what we got. Yep. It's intermetro shelving. Guys, it's a bargain. Oh, if you want the actual bargain, here's a tip. Don't order it off the website. Yeah. Go go. in the store and build it yourself. Like just get the parts and it's like. Also buy it in your. Half the cost. Buy it in your birthday month and then you get 15% off. Yep, birthday month, everybody. Birthday month. I love a birthday month. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Slowly coming to a close, this birthday month of yours. <sighs> I go back to work next week, everybody. How do you feel about that? We'll see. Okay. A <laughs> um, lot up in the air. I got to figure out how to eat and work out and all that stuff while, while, while at work. It's going to be interesting. Yep. But Oh, well, we have to tell everyone about the piano. What about the piano? Guys, Matt got me a piano. I didn't get her a piano. <laughs> Guys, let's <laughs> buckle up here. We're doing a lot of IVF. Uh, Dory, Dory was not aware of the idea of weighted keys on a keyboard uh, in, since God knows when. I feel like that's always been around as far as I am concerned. Well, growing up, we had an actual piano. So why right. would I have investigated weighted yes. key keyboards? Again. And then since then, you know, I haven't tried to buy one. Yeah. So the technology is there. And, you know, we were limited on space. And quite frankly, the budget wasn't huge. And I was just like, let's figure this out. So we took her to Sam Ash. And uh, we were leaning towards one. And I was like, well, let's go across the street just to see. And it turns out that the dreaded guitar center has a much bigger selection. And we found this Roland uh, digital key, digital piano. It's not a keyboard. It's a digital piano. It's a digital piano. Uh, that had um, sort of felt right to her. And was small enough to fit in her office and full 88 keys and weighted. And she could Bluetooth it to some app. It's fancy tech now. I know. Have. Pianos have Bluetooth. It's crazy. Digital pianos have Bluetooth. <laughs> No, pianos have Bluetooth. I'm sure, actually, I'm sure some pianos do have Bluetooth. And we got a bench, and I got a book of easy piano songs. Yeah, so we spent all day on Wednesday experiencing Dory's birthday. Yeah, it was great. building shelves. I had to, like, fucking cut through steel because we had two poles that were too long for this thing, and I didn't feel like going back to the store, Mm -hmm. so I broke out a Dremel and cut through it. Uh, And I put together, we put together the piano, and uh, moved some stuff around, and she seemed happy. We went to dinner, and, and uh, all was right with the world. Yeah. Tried to make up for vacation. It was a great birthday. Everyone's very happy about this. Dory finally has a hobby. She's been playing, too. Surprisingly I have been playing. so. I didn't realize that she would actually play. What? I didn't. What do you mean? Like, I didn't. Th- I thought maybe you'd boop, 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 boop. I'm done. And then, like, not touch it for a week or two. Oh, really? They've been playing every day. It's been nice. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. Well, um, on an upcoming episode of Forever 35, I talk about how, because we do weekly intentions Mm -hmm. on that podcast, and my weekly intention coming up is that I'm going to play every day. That's great. Yep. 
it's great. We can play with each other. I, yeah. I, I can play the guitar along with her piano. It is kind of funny, though, because like I can read music and you can't. Nope. And you can hear something and play it, and I can't really do that. Yeah. And I can also, she can yell a chord out at me and I can play it. I feel like that's somehow easier than piano. I don't know. But there's so many chord shapes on a guitar. Anyway. Also, like, you look at a piano. I gotta say, everybody that plays piano, it's so fucking easy. Yeah, it's not hard. Like, the the, the notes the, are the all, notes and the are keys right are there. right there. And it's, like, not, like, anything weird where, like, you know, the intervals are funky on a guitar. Like, it's tuned weird, and the intervals are weird, yeah. and, like... You guys have it pretty easy over that's there in like, piano. That's why land. I like the piano. <laughs> anyway, I can't, uh, I can't play a piano, but I'm, I'm excited to have one around. So that brings us to the emails from the week, I believe. If I'm incorrect, let me know. No, you're correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you thought I was talking to there. Uh, um, like I said, we heard from a lot of listeners about matt's eating and i didn't want the whole episode to be about them so again thank you to everyone who wrote in i'm sorry we're not gonna be able to get to all of your emails but i selected a few just so we could keep this topic alive sure um this first one is from elizabeth and she says dear matt dory and Bo, this email is in response to matt's food cravings and overeating i believe in previous episodes you mentioned or alluded to having adhd mm-hmm If this is the case, I can tell you that having ADHD is very much connected to overeating or constant cravings. Mm, Whether that be food or cigarettes, etc. With ADHD, you have crazy impulses that will drive you insane all day until you do that thing. When you're super busy at work, you tend not to think about it much, but the minute you slow down or have a slow day, those impulses will nag at you all day until you do it. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. When you think about people with ADHD, you tend to picture skinny kids on crazy amounts of Adderall. Not always the case. The Adderall does help you lose weight because lo and behold, you're focused and not thinking about food. Also because, yes, stimulants tend to make you lose weight and have other side effects. I've been on and off ADHD meds. When I was off meds, I had to really evaluate what I was eating and the amounts. If I was craving cake, I'd try to find an alternative like fruit or a low-calorie sweet and the cravings would go away. That may not work for you, but maybe trying different methods or finding a therapist specializing in ADHD might help. I completely relate to everything you mentioned in that episode, especially the self-loathing after eating the thing you knew you really shouldn't have eaten. ADHD might be more connected with your current depressive state than you think. Mm, Interesting. Especially since you're not in your usual crazy work routine and have that distracting you. Not yet. I've been there and will still have those moments, but now I recognize it's my ADHD and can evaluate my mental state from a non-self-loathing place. Well, most of the time, we all still have rough days, and damn it, we will eat a slice of cake but just one. Mm. Hope that helps and wasn't a complete waste of your time, Elizabeth. Uh, Thank you for the email, Elizabeth. I appreciate that. I am... um, You know, yesterday I was very hungry earlier in the day. And then I realized I hadn't taken my medication. Mm-hmm. And then once I took it, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So that's that. That's something. Thinking about the link between ADHD and depression is interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Also, what she's saying about, you know, work and your routine. Like, we've talked about this. That, like, when you really like to have a routine. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel, like, relatively this hiatus, it's, you've been less anxious than previous hiatuses overall well that's because we haven't been worrying about money that much right but thanks, also i thanks think thanks to our lovely pause on ivf which then started up immediately yep <laughs> but i also think it's helped that you've been on meds maybe you know i don't know who can say besides doctors and behavioral people and my wife probably so you know we'll never know for sure anyway thank you elizabeth um how do you, do you want to read the next one? sure this is from kelly hi dory and matt listen to this week's episode and was so excited to hear you mention intermittent fasting i love it my husband loves it and jimmy kimmel loves it <laughs> uh so what's not to love about it i have done intermittent fasting uh ivf has made me use acronyms she, so she wrote if and i read intermittent fasting uh ivf has made her use acronyms uh 
on and off for the past year and notice a definite difference in how I feel and what I'm doing uh, when I'm doing it and when I'm not. Here's my version of intermittent fasting. Monday through Friday, eat all meals, calories between 12 and 6 p.m. I don't track calories anymore, but I used to stay around 1,200 calories per day and my husband around 1,500 calories. Guys, that's not enough. Read this obesity code book. I'll, I'll teach you all about it. Um, the idea was to keep all the characters, calories within a six-hour period to put your body in fasting mode the other 18 hours. On the weekend, I do eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner if we have something to do, but I usually find that I don't need to. Then a few days each month, we do our own version of fast-mimicking diet which is where you eat 400 to 600 calories of vegetable soup. That's no sugar, broth-based, very healthy, for two to five days in a row. When my husband and I met on Tinder, us two, uh, she wrote boom, and I said us two, uh, he was so into it that he only ate one large meal most days. Interesting. That's you. That's what I've been doing. Uh, you can have coffee, tea, water during those 18 hours, but no food-like things. Oh. What do you say? <laughs> Matt's taking a sip of his coffee. Black. Black. Uh, eating like this is hard at first. No, not actually. But I always feel better after a few days and almost immediately see a positive effect after a few days. I think intermittent fasting gives your body and brain a break from processing food. I agree with this statement. Uh, it needs to be fed less. doesn't work for everyone, but we've been happy with it. Good luck. Well, listen. A lot of times I start out on something and I'm really gung-ho and then we check back in with me two weeks later and I'm like, well, you know, wasn't for me. But right now I'm really gung-ho. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think work is going to be the real test. It is going to be the real test. But, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. We will. Oh, God. Mm. Not looking forward to it. The food part. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to read one more of these? Sure. This is from Ashley. This message is for Matt. Or is that not the one I'm supposed to read? I know it is. Oh, okay. Matt, I feel your pain around food. Your issues sound so familiar. Using food to cope, restrict binge cycle, self-loathing, etc. This is no miracle diet. There is no miracle diet out there. It does not exist. I once heard Oprah quip in an interview that if there's a magic pill, she would have found it. I mean, think about it. If anyone was going to have like the miracle diet, it would be Oprah. Well, that's why she owns Weight Watchers. Yep. Here are a few things that helped have helped me. A food-focused psychologist. I replaced my other therapy with this one person because it turns out my food issues are related to just about every other issue I have. Additive diets, instead of restricting, I can have anything I want, but I also have to have five servings of vegetables and two fruits every day. After a week of that, I add in I should have eight glasses of water. Only add. When you restrict, you start to uh, moralize food. Stopping the good-bad cycle. Food is neutral. Food is neither good nor bad. Uh, there is nutritious food and less nutritious food. I try to find. Uh, I try to make sure I have more of the nutritious stuff. And working one-on-one with a registered dietitian, uh, nutritionist, not a nutritionist, not a trainer, an RDN, that way, I have an educated, personalized guide as to what is actually nutritious and what will work about with my actual life, not a fictionalized when everything is perfect life, when I work nine hours a day, sit in two hours of traffic, yay Atlanta, and have to become and have to come home to an irritated toddler when I what what can I do to avoid the drive through the food delivery the apps? drive through the drive through or the food delivery apps? She helps me with this. Uh, believing that I'm okay with the way I am, start working on this. But I have no, lost... She said still working on sorry, this. Sorry, still working on this. I've lost weight before, 70 pounds, then gained almost all of it back. I still felt bad when I was thinner. I did not like my body. Felt betrayed by my willpower. It's not easy. I hate calling it a weight loss journey, almost as much as I hate calling it an infertility journey. But uh, it's not a straight path, and no one can do it for you, and it sucks. I've listened to you since Nerdist, Phoebe, etc., my talent and humor. Thank you for sharing your story so candidly. Please let uh, please know that you are not alone. All the best, Ashley. P.S. Dory, uh, I like how you caught yourself today in regards to your advice. You're right on the nose and saying 
just eat better or just blank to a person with weight issues is about as helpful as saying just relax to a person suffering infertility. Being the support person is hard. There you go. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley, thank you. Ashley, read The Obesity Code by Dr. James Fung. I feel like you are... you are The be- first five hours and 20 minutes of it. I cannot be uh, held responsible for what's going to happen <laughs> in the last four hours and 50 minutes. <sighs> but so far, let me tell you, I've never, I've never been able to crack open a subject so uh, fully. Have you ever tried to read like... I think it's not exactly a diet book. What are you talking about? The obesity code. Like, have you ever tried to read a book like that before? Have you ever been interested in like the science of obesity? No. Interesting. Because the science, you know, the widely held theory is that it's your fault. It's willpower. It's calories in, calories out. The end. Right. And so like why? What's the fucking point of reading a book like that? I don't need to read that. I know that. Right. But Except out, maybe you don't know that. Well, no, I know that I know the the falsity of that, right? And I know the science behind why that doesn't work. Yep. And why your body wants to go back up to where it thinks yep. you guys were. Yep. That's why everybody gains the weight back. Yep. Anyway, so far this book's been great. Could be a terrible ending. I don't know. <laughs> what if it has like a. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. The twist is this book has made you fatter. <laughs> yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. 
I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Do you remember Laura? She was, she's left us a few voicemails before. Mm -hmm. She lives in, I believe, Pennsylvania. She was in a a car accident. Yes, yes, I remember Okay, so she has left us a voicemail with an update. I love updates from Laura. Go for it, Laura. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Laura from Pennsylvania. Um, We spoke a long time ago. Um, I was the one seeking gastric bypass surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did pause the podcast to make this phone call after I stopped crying. So I had a gastric bypass in at the end of January, January 29th. And it was it's it's been going well. Mm-hmm. Um I'm down 86 pounds since the surgery. Fantastic. I have since broken into the 300, so I'm nice. 395 now. Welcome. Um and it's it's been amazing. However, my stomach I'm now at the point I'm at the 4 month point where my stomach is, my pouch is healed, and it's able to tolerate even more food. Not the amount of food, but more types of food. Yeah. And I sort of fell back into the slippery slope of soda. And that can be dangerous oh, for a bypass patient. slippery slope. Um, so I'm treating soda as an alcoholic would treat alcohol at this point. Yeah. And I am seeking uh, professional help, like a, like a, a mental health counselor or a psychiatrist even. Um, I was like, yes, yeah, story, yes. <laughs> yeah, is the exact right advice, um, even though people in this situation hate being told what to do, because that's, that's how I felt. But um, So, Matt, I know you stated previously that you had an open gastric bypass, uh-huh. Have you ever considered having a revision? Um, I don't I know, know if that's something possible. you'd be interested in, but it's so far been a, God, been a godsend to me. Um, so I just I thank you for your stories. Um, have a great day. Uh, I didn't know that was possible. Interesting. Can I get a revision? Sounds like you can. <laughs> uh, update on that. I mean, I my stomach is like stretched to normal size again. Like I can eat a totally normal amount of food. Right. And then some. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I do, I honestly, I remember the first time I had soda after gastric bypass. It was 2006. It was three years after gastric bypass. the first time I had soda. Wow. And uh, let me tell you, I don't know if it was the psycholo- uh, psychology of them constantly saying, you cannot have soda, you cannot have soda, you cannot have soda. But when I finally have had soda, that led to an actual that was a that was a weight gain probably like 50 pounds oh my god back on after i started having soda oh my god so i would say be careful with the soda i'm glad that you're assessing this now um yeah that's my advice to you be careful with the soda it's not uh it's not great diet or regular yep it's not good uh what can you replace the soda with? I don't know. I mean, you know, when I first got off Is it off the carbonation? The, no. When I first got off of the... When I first... like, So this is why I was... Tw- I don't know how old I was. 20, probably. Yeah, I was 20. Um, and when I got home from the hospital, the thing that like kept me off soda was Propel Fitness Water. Oh. That was literally what... I was like, oh, okay, I can have this. That was it. That was my... That was So that's my advice. All right. Switch to Propel Fitness water, <laughs> which is also not great. <laughs> yeah. But at least it's not carbonated because the idea with the carbonation originally was that it could burst the, it could burst ooh, the uh, stitches. Pop ooh, ooh. Um, should we listen to another food voicemail or are you ready to move on? Uh, I don't know. Is it an important food voicemail? Well, I mean, you'll be the judge. I mean, it's interesting. It feels like a lot of listen- our listeners are, are, you know, not... A lot of them, but enough of them have written in that they all seem to be and same about this. same with voicemails. Like we got more voicemails this week than I think we've ever gotten. Wow! Yeah. Go ahead. And all right, on. here we go. Hey, uh, my name is Elizabeth, and I have been listening from the beginning, so it's kind of fun to hear you guys go through different transitions. Um, I 
uh, am on my fourth IVF cycle and have been doing this shenanigan for four years. I'm actually on day seven of uh, a two-week wait. Um, but I was just prompted, I felt the need to call, not about infertility, but about uh, the diet and food stuff Matt was talking about. Um you know, I, I guess this is more of, like, the route that Dory suggested of, like, a therapist, maybe. But um, but just to keep in mind, I guess, that, you know, sometimes, like, the diet or the food or the weight isn't about the food. And sometimes a diet isn't really about just food. It often um, has, like, a ton of components, like drinking a lot of water or... Um, crowding out with good foods or using smaller plates or making sure you sit down at a table or, um, but also just like, you know, social relationships and spirituality and exercise and um, making sure you have time to do stuff that you like. So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, throw it out there that, you know, sometimes the food isn't really what it's about, even though, you know, cake is delicious. And I totally agree with that. Um, But I found myself in that pickle several times, like uh, making all about the food when maybe it's bigger or more complicated. Uh, Wish you the best of luck. Um, Obviously, I'm just going to keep listening because I like listening to you guys. It's a really great um, source of support for me. um, And I appreciate everything you do. Thanks. Bye. Cake is delicious. That's I mean, my takeaway from that voice. Even she had to agree. <laughs> Cake is delicious. Okay, wait. I'm just going to play one more. Okay. Matt, I'm pausing the podcast. I'm a podcast pauser. This is Jen. Um, I feel you so hard about the whole overeating thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, this has nothing to do with IVF. I just, I know how you feel. It sucks and it's hard and I'm in the same boat. I would have driven to get the cake, too. Um, I wish I could say I had advice. I don't. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, I have two babies worth of baby weight to get rid of, and it's ridiculous. And I don't have time to work out. And I like all the food. All the food. So mm-hmm. that's all I have. I just... You're not alone. I hear you. I get it. It sucks. I hope somebody else has good advice for us. Okay, bye. (laughs) I hope somebody has good advice for us, too. I just like that one because she didn't have a suggestion. Like, she's just like, hey, this sucks. I hear you. Yeah, no, it does. It does. It's 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 an interesting problem. But... uh, yeah, I mean, you, 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 really, the um, gotta tell you, first five hours of this book, really, you should all listen to. It, <laughs> it, it would. It, do we have a promo code for that fucking Audible yet? Because um, I should just give it. Let me see when it's running. Oh, it's running next week. Great, great. Uh, let's see. What is it? Oh, it's egg. E-G-G. Yeah. Egg. That's the promo code, everybody. If you want a free audio book, you can go to audible.com. They're getting an ad for free right Slash now. egg. Audible.com slash egg. Audible.com slash egg. Sign up for a free trial. You get one free audiobook download, and I would recommend right now the obesity code. Uh, tune in next week when I have finished the obesity and code. Tune in next week when we actually have the ad. <laughs> to see whether or not I actually uh, still like the book. It's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. Stay tuned. All right. Okay. Honey, yes, let's move dear. on yeah, right. to the uh, fertilization that is happening in vitro. Okay. <sighs> All right. Um, I'm going to read this email from Anonymous because she's sending out the egg signal. Okay. She says, I'm on the donor egg waiting list. I think she's in the UK where they have such things. Just saying. Where they have such things as? As donor egg waiting lists. I see. Okay. 
Um, and finally, after a long wait, an amazing woman wanted to altruistically donate her eggs and I was the top of the waiting list. Unfortunately, I had decided not to accept because she is CMV positive and I am CMV negative and I just did not want to take the risk, however minuscule or theoretical. If something went wrong, I would always blame that and it would be too distressing. Catching CMV during pregnancy can cause serious complications. I felt like I made the right decision, but now I feel disappointed frustrated at being so close, but so far, and also worried that there will be a much longer wait for CMV negative donors. 60 to 80% of the population is CMV positive. I do feel kind of like, well, POI, I don't know what POI is, is very rare, but I have that. And being CMV negative is less likely than not, but I am. So I'm a bit more cautious when weighing up odds of things happening. Anyway, I'm rambling, I think. So I just wondered if anyone has been in this position, how did it work out? Did you have to wait for a long time for a CMV negative donor? Many thanks. So there you go. Sending out the egg signal. If anyone has been in this situation, please let us know so we can pass it along to Ms. Anonymous here. I love that. That's what we do here. We pass things on. We sure do. Uh, now you read that the mm-hmm. one previous to that. Are we not reading? Um, I think we are skipping. Okie dokie. Um, but we can move on to this email from Marso. Hi, Dory and Matt and Bo. Oh, I hope the Prozac is helping. That's what they wrote. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for your podcast. I've been binging it for the last two weeks and I'm already at episode 69. Nice. A little backstory. My husband and I live in Somerville, Massachusetts, right on the red line. That's wicked awesome. We moved here from the UK a couple of years ago. We've been married for seven years and only started trying to conceive around a year ago as we were living quite a precarious life. Me doing my PhD and my husband building a theater company. We thought we could wait until we were 35 before trying to start a family. I turned 35 last year and got a postdoc job, so we became a bit more stable. Then, bam, I was hit with a high FSH test result, 14 at day three in January, indicating that I have diminished ovarian reserve. My AMH is 1.4. I think over one is okay. And antral follicle count is 14. So I had two thirds signals of DOR. Hmm. My husband has what our RE calls occasionally lousy sperm. Interesting. With his first semen analysis showing 7 million and another one week later showing 65 million. That's well, I'll tell you what's going on. She then writes what the fuck is going on with these uh, semen analysis. I mean, it's it's essentially what fucking drop of the sperm they put on the plate. Right. And then they extrapolate. It's, it's not like they're sitting like there that. counting now, 65 yeah, mil. Like, honestly, if they all like run over to the side and he pulls a, 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 a drop of sperm that has, for just by virtue of volume or whatever, it has less sperm, they're going to count and they're going to go, oh, he has no, he's got one or two sperm. Like, it's crazy that that's how they have to do this. But they're extrapolating. So you're looking at a slide that has the sperm on it, that has the semen on it, and they're counting. And then they're just multiplying by volume. So we banked his sperm before he went on tour to Australia and did our first IVF cycle with ICSI while he was out of the country. We got 14 eggs, but only five were mature and only two of them fertilized. Mm -hmm. The embryo hunger games is a bitch. You really can't count those eggs until they have genesis it's true we fresh transferred a perfect day three perfect day three embryo last month and then transferred our frozen four bc blastocyst last week Mm -hmm. neither worked sad face actually have my beta tomorrow but home tested today and it was negative so i'm sure it has failed i think home testing is actually a good idea to handle the descent into sadness more gently than falling off a cliff of hope on beta day chill out about home testing matt am i angry (laughs) about home testing you were angry that I tested without telling you. Oh, remember that the pregnancy test. The pregnancy test. Yeah, in my brain, I was like, "She's just talking about me trying to give a semen sample at no. home because I'd much rather do that." No, she's talking about pregnancy yeah. test. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, we tried the antagonist protocol with high doses, and I seemed to respond well, though the egg maturity was the problem, suggesting my DOR is quality related rather than quantity related. Mm. We are trying the microflare protocol next, but I'm wondering what other types of protocol people have tried for DOR. Or if they've had variable responses from the same protocol, particularly on egg maturity slash fertilization. I guess this is a diminished egg signal. 
I'm, I enjoyed that. Thank I'm you. wondering if we will get any better results from this protocol or if this is the long winding road to donor egg, which would be cool with me. Actually, I'd be happy once we replicated my hilarious and weird husband's DNA. I bought a few supplements, DHEA, CoQ10, and melatonin, but mm-hmm. my doc says it's all hocus pocus. What are people's thoughts on this? I Thank think your doctor's probably on to something, but the melatonin could help with the sleep and the sleep's going to help with your overall health. Yep. Thank you for giving me another outlet, which I can indulge my obsession with my infertility and also do work at the same time. I'm reviewing brain scans of depressed people at the moment while listening. Is mine in there? You keep me away from Googling <laughs> things and going on Reddit, which gets in the way of looking at the brain scans because it requires my eyes. Although I must give a shout out to the infertility subreddit who are an awesome, awesome bunch of peeps who bef- provide a baby dust free internet space. Well, listen, why aren't you in there like going like, hey, guys, check out this podcast? Yeah. I'm making Marceau do work. All right. Love and good wishes that your IVF marathon ends soon. Think Marceau. about it, Marceau. The next time you're like, oh, these brain scans, I'm kind of bored here. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this depressed guy's got some frontal lobe. Uh, you know what? I'm going to head over to that subreddit. You know, I'm going to tell them to check out Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. That'd be cool. Good idea, honey. <laughs> if I know anything about Reddit, they love me. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, I'm going to play another voicemail. Okay, I'm going to listen to this voicemail. But we have sent out the diminished egg signal. Yes. So anyone who has some experience there. Also, like, the fact that you're, like, a PhD and your husband started a theater company is, like, just a recipe for some some two-act play that I have to go watch at some point. <laughs> you, don't, you don't choose an easy road, do you guys? <laughs> Uh, all right here we go hi guys ruthie calling two things so thing one i am listening to episode 83 and listening to dory talk about how annoying it is when people talk about miracle baby stories and i 100 percent agree you have every right to be annoyed and those people are being selfish and making it about their feelings so don't let anybody t- tell you differently like why do i have to make you feel better that you said something that was not helpful and I'm trying to make you feel like maybe that gave me some hope when it didn't. You should know that it just didn't and it sucks. And don't do it to anybody else. I like this woman. You're just going to piss them off. <laughs> That's thing one. Thing two is I am going to Advocacy Day for Resolve next week in Washington, D.C. to advocate for um, insurance coverage for IVF. I thought you might be interested to know that. Um, probably follow along on the news. There will be, I think it's like a hundred people going to lobby on Capitol Hill for infertility coverage. Um, that's what I'm doing and I'm looking forward to it. That's amazing. Check it out online at, uh, resolve advocacy day. And, um, that's it. I'm not even going to say good luck because this is not a game of luck. That is for sure. Or maybe it is. What do I know? Bye. I enjoyed that. (laughs) She sounds like she would really give someone some guff. Oh yeah, at a at like a on a subway or something. Oh sure, she would. Like she'd see something going on that was not cool, and she would be like, "What the fuck, Mm -hmm. Ruthie? If you have done this, please call back and let us know." (laughs) (sighs) Um. Yeah, Resolve Advocacy Day. If you are also going to be in D.C., I guess look for Ruthie. Yeah. You guys can bond. (sighs) All right. Yes, dear. We got this email last week. Okay. We didn't have time for it. Okay. We're reading it this week. It's from Ellis. Mm -hmm. Ellis says, hello, Dory, Matt, and Bo. I am a part of a life group through my church, which consists of four couples. We are all in our mid-30s and have been married for several several years, so we are at the point where starting families is the next step. Mm-hmm. We've been a group for about a year and have made side comments of wanting to start families and when we have kids, but we have never talked in depth about the topic. Mm-hmm. My husband and I have been trying to conceive for about a year and in January found out that due to male factor infertility, it is impossible for us to get pregnant on our own. After many exploratory procedures, we will begin our first IVF round this summer. Welcome. The other day, I just felt an urge to reach out to the ladies of the group over email and share what we've been going through and offer myself as a resource and a place of support if they experience similar troubles. I was amazed and shocked when the emails one after one came back 
We have all been struggling with infertility in silence and alone. Oh my God. Guys. One couple just been diagnosed with PCOS. Another couple has recurrent miscarriages and the other couple just had their second failed IVF attempt. It is such a shame that we were not open with each other earlier. We could have supported each other through bad test results, miscarriages, failed IVF. But on the other hand, I'm so grateful that we now have each other as a support network. This wouldn't have been possible if we weren't open and willing to share. So I encourage all women to share their stories because without sharing, we can't find support. I credit your podcast with encouraging me to be open and share my story. I would also say encourage all men to share their stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, this podcast started because Matt was sharing our story. I share a lot, though. Yeah. Kind of an oversharer, honey. I know, but like that, it it was it was very gratifying for me to see the number of people who responded to well, you. You know, I think the end, the, not the end, but like I think the sort of like reason people sort of keep this in is the, some weird form of shame that they yeah. might feel. And it's, and, and it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Don't, uh, don't worry about it. No, it's no one's fault. I mean, yeah, maybe it's my fault for smoking. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but it's not, it's really, uh, I don't see why anyone should not talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it a lot. Um, Ellis, thank you for your... <laughs> we talk about it a lot, she says, <laughs> as we're doing a podcast about it. Yeah. That's when we talk about oh, it. A lot. Funny. Thank you, Ellis. Mm-hmm. Um, that just about does it for this week shorter podcast this week huh well i mean i could play more voicemails about diets if you'd like i'll play one more uh all right hey matt and dory and hello bo uh (laughs) this is cameron taylor calling from arkansas uh big been a fan of Matt's for a while listen to you know star trek tnc bonding things like that started listening to you guys love the banner between the two of you quick note about the episode this week, y'all were talking about the, you know, suggesting Matt try e-cigarettes, and he him hawed about it in his typical way. Yeah, sure did. Uh, actually, the blue e-vapors, they're not that bad. I've been a smoker for years, and I'm trying to wean myself off of cigarettes by using them, and it's helping a lot. And as far as his miracle diet, I'm on a diet not to lose weight, but for, for dietary reasons, I'm on a gluten-free diet. Uh-huh. Brother, you want to lose weight, eat gluten-free. It sucks, but you drop weight because you're not eating <laughs> the fatty gluten that you know, fills you up and makes you feel like you weigh a ton. Uh-huh. Anyway, really enjoy the podcast. Uh, it's you know, I have, My wife and I never had any issues with in vitro. I didn't understand, you know, we, we conceiving it like that. I didn't understand the concept or, t- or, the, or anything about it. I've learned a lot listening to you guys, and I enjoy listening to you guys. I'm sure you guys are helping a lot of people. I just enjoy it for the banter and you know, to support you guys any way I can. Oh, I appreciate all your time and have a wonderful day. Thanks. Hi guys, Ruthie. Oh my God, sorry, was that Ruthie sorry. again? <laughs> no, I, I, that I, was the previous Ruthie. I could, yeah, I couldn't stop. I it thought she called back. No, she, she like really, <laughs> really enjoy Ruthie. Uh, Cameron, thank you for your uh, message. Yeah, the gluten-free thing. Listen, it's uh, you know, I think a lot of a lot of gluten is derived from these processed carbohydrates, and I think that's sort of the problem. Yep, I think. Cameron, if you were to listen to the first five hours <laughs> of the Obesity Code by Dr. James Funk, um, I want to see. I have to see who who it was that sent that to us. Oh, I can I can find it if you can't find it. Um, Dory sent it to me, and then I said, I don't remember what happened. I'm trying to remember the order of operations here. I said, oh, that's the it guy was, that did the fasting book that I had It read. was Elizabeth. It was or Liz. She called herself Liz. And she said, Matt, my BMI was too high to start IVF. And this book helped me lose 20 pounds really quickly. I know 20 is not a lot, but it got me just under the BMI cutoff. I like it because the author spends most of the book debunking traditional diets with scientific studies. This is all I want. This was really freeing to me because I would always restrict myself too much, then binge. Yes, this is a problem. It isn't till the end that he gets into intermittent fasting. This autocorrected to farting, by the way, which made me laugh out loud. (laughs) I know everyone and their mother is going to send you books, but if you love excuses to not diet and worry about what you're eating 24-7 and count calories and all that shit, then this book is for you. Hope it helps. Liz. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And so, it looks like she was also listening to it. Liz uh, is the first one to recommend that book to me. And that's the beauty of uh, this podcast. Yeah. So, Liz, I, I, you know, I, don't forward, I don't forward every email to Matt. I forward actually very few emails to Matt. It's true. So, I think when he sees that I've forwarded an email, he actually pays attention. Most of the time, the emails she forwards to me are the ones that are like... I have to agree with Dory. Matt's out of control. <laughs> Matt's ridiculous here. This is, I'm not lying. This is, I would say 90% of the emails she forwards to me are f- emails that say Dory's right. I don't know what's wrong with Matt. So the fact that yours got through is a real miracle. Anyway, Liz, thank you very much. My husband is uh, very into this book. Can't stop listening to it. I got to be honest. We're doing this podcast on the earlier side today, and uh, I'm planning on spending the rest of the evening listening to this book. I was, I was wondering why you wanted to do it on the earlier side. Well, I also like the nightmare of last week, right? And me at like midnight yeah. trying to fucking futz with yeah. files. Yeah, uh, I hear too you. Much. It's too much. It's too much. We don't have a producer. Guess who produces this podcast? Matt Myra. It's ridiculous. Guess who produces the other podcast? Matt Myra. Why does Matt Myra still do this? Because of you guys. Because he wants you to have free content that is available to you. And the way that we make this free content is with supporters, like our Patreon people. Guys, this is a masterclass in a segue. That was a great segue. And I'm not talking about the personal mobile device, the segue. (laughs) That gets you from point A to point B. Now you're talking about the word that looks like sagu. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, we're about to wrap up. Yep. And uh, when we wrap up, we like to talk about our Patreon. Uh, it's there, patreon.com. That's an E-O-N, patreon.com, forward slash excellent adventure. You can go there and personally uh, support the podcast. Yeah, it just, it you know, honestly... 80 what are we 85 episodes in now yeah it it means a lot like i'm getting a little choked up that well that people support us it's handy because it helps us pay for things like an 1100 dollar appointment with dr worthman yeah so if you find it in your if you've been listening for a long time and you've been like also if you don't have any money and you can't fucking support us like that don't worry the fact that you download and listen to this podcast is more than enough support but if you can't afford it Right. Support us. Uh, <laughs> and if you do support at the $5 level or above, you get your name right on the podcast each month. In uh, addition to the bonus episodes. In addition episodes. to the bonus episodes. So if you want to sign up, it's towards the end of the month here, uh, and they charge on the first of the month, they'll charge your uh, card. Uh, so you could get all the back episodes, uh, all the back bonus episodes. $5 a month, you'll get all the $5 level. At $10 a month, you'll get both of the bonus episodes we do each month. And our supporters this month, here's some of them. Uh, Charlie's mom, <laughs> Bertha Crowley, Katie McKenzie, Jennifer T. Brennan, Kimberly Miller, Sarah Lauer, Robert Thayer the Third. It just said Rob. I somehow decided to make it Robert. Paul Tholomew Baker. I'm just making up longer <laughs> names for people. Uh, Jackie Spagnuolo, Chadwin, Danielle Nusiforo, Samantha, Jake Martin, Nicole Hawksprung. Right? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Jessica DeKemper, Brian Gusky, Jessica Zimbelman, Brooke McIntyre, Katie Hobbs, Mary M. Hmm. <laughs> I hope not. What? My mother? No. She's oh, thank she's God. actually I think she's actually the one who wrote the email last week that I thought it was from Mary. And I was no, like, she's the one with a hard to pronounce last name. And I actually and I have it at the it up. right. And then she was like, I changed my name in Patreon. Well, so it Mary, just says M. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kept moving your name. And now I'm talking more about your name. Uh, Nikki Chung, Shanna Mandel, Laura Bennett, Sarah Metz, Jordan Hamesley, uh, Deanna McLean, Dana Larrick, April Patrick, Lauren Kay, Claudia Berger, Anne Vincent, uh, Sandal Mason, 
Cassie Joe, Valerie Anderson, Danny Cobb, Melanie Bronbeck, Lauren, Ellen, Amanda Lanceter, Jane Collati, Tiffany Stevens, Jenny Gagas, Ryan Solo, Sandy Barry, Rita Palomino, 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 sorry, Marlo, sorry, Rita, uh, Christine McHugh. That is the list of patrons for this week. Uh, thank you so much to those people for making the podcast go, go, go. Uh, guys, tune in next week for an update on the last half of the book. <laughs> you really have everyone on the edge of their seats, honey. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's going to be great. Uh, great. Anything else to say? Well, we have another ad. Well, that'll play after the music. Okay, it's cool. It's a post roll. Yep. That's the beauty of it. Okay. So. All right. Uh, if you're in Target and you happen to see uh, Start Up a Novel by Doris Shafrir, a paperback, go ahead and uh, buy it. See? Yeah. That's an ad. That's an ad. All good, right. Good job. Bye, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to keep your glycemic index low or something. I don't know. I'll find out at the end of the book. Bye. Go, 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 go